your website serves a lot of different purposes. It's a leasing tool. It's for your prospects. It's for your residents. Um, but a landing page is solely for your prospects. So. You're listening to Reply Talk, a podcast designed to provide actionable marketing strategies and valuable insights around apartment marketing, hosted by Corbin Wright. All right. Here we go. Community websites. Let's do it. Don't overcomplicate things. Mm-hmm. That's what we're talking about today. Community and websites. Don't go cheap. Yeah, don't go cheap. <sighs> yeah, let's start out with that. Don't stop. Like, can we talk? Can we do this? Because when we went to that um, that event in Tampa, um, multifamily forum, right? Yeah, the multifamily forum. Yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's like, how much money are you spending on these assets? And you want to spend how much? Uh, you, uh, you, you want to balk at five grand on a website? Yeah, like you know, a hundred or a thousand thousandth of a percent of the <laughs> money that you spent on, you know. This beautiful asset, right? And you're going to show it off on this shitty website, this really cheap website. It's like, okay. Yeah. You know what? Why don't I, uh, why don't I just take a bunch of really awesome photos of my droid phone, too? <laughs> why don't you tell us how you really feel? <laughs> it's just, it's wild, man. This is a touchy it's, subject, huh? It well, is. and it, you know, it has nothing to do with the fact that we do websites. It's just like, ju- just the thought process of it. Yes. Right? All this money on a beautiful beautiful complex a high rise whatever it might be and then you spend no money on how you advertise it digitally which is where most people start to see your property yeah you know that's your digital storefront storefront your your favorite community it's just it showcases everything that's what people see before they even walk in the leasing office They've already scoped you out. They've looked everywhere. You drive by a hundred times, right? Go home, do it on their phone at the stop stoplight, right, or at the traffic light when they pass your community. They get a, you know, you get to a red light. <clears throat> they're probably like, "Oh, that place looks really awesome." Uh, you know, I'm trying to move, and then you get there. The website's and it's not mobile friendly. It's like or Flintstones. Well, website. or even like you get to the traffic light, right? And you know, this is a to- whole other topic for another day, but it takes. 20 seconds to load, 15 yeah. seconds to load. They can't even look at it while they're at a traffic light because your website's not mobile-friendly and it's not fast. They shouldn't look at it at a traffic light. They shouldn't, but <laughs> people do a lot, of, yeah. a lot of shit they're not supposed to do, and, and that's one of them. We can talk about that another yeah. day. But. So you're you're right, It's and it drives me nuts too that um, you know these assets, you spend uh, millions of dollars on it, uh, whether you're hundreds of millions of dollars on it, whether you are repositioning it or whether you're building it from the ground up, it is, um, it's crucial to have a good website now. Like this is the, this is the era. This is the time to, uh, to make sure that you are putting, uh, money towards a budget that supports a good website. And you don't have to spend like a good website doesn't cost hundreds of thousands of dollars. Um, a great website can cost tens of thousands of dollars, depending on what integrations you have and what uh, and and how far you want to go uh, with the automation and the intuitiveness and online leasing. So it can it can be really expensive, um, but then that's where you got to evaluate like what what's your uh, what's your goal? Is this a long term hold? Is this a short term? Are you just gonna are you, uh, are you going to sell it? Are you going to build it, lease it up? Yeah, sell but it? even if you're going to sell it, right? 
if you if you sell if that is one <clears> thing that's valuable that it can go you you will sell it quicker yes. right with a better website True. that is responsive and has is easy to navigate has great photos great video right yeah and a lot of people don't see that as like a you know, it's a valuable piece of the journey or valuable piece of um, people finding the property, right? It's like, oh, you know, I know a company that'll do it for a thousand bucks or, you know, we'll just spend, we'll go cheap on this website. We're going to sell it in six months. And then there you are nine, 10 months down the road. And you're like, well, shit, can't we're that. sitting at 75%. I can't sell this damn thing. What the hell do I do now? Yep. And then, and then you're under fire. Then you're under fire. Then you'll find anybody and everybody who's trying to sell you a website and this and that, and you can do this. It's just like do it right from the beginning. Yes. Basics, right? So, Have a really nice website, really nice storefront. Yep. And it doesn't – you don't overcomplicate things. So this is the, this is like the, the main topic of this podcast, community websites, don't overcomplicate things. And what I mean by that is just keep it you, – you can keep it simple. Keep it simple, stupid. Simple, stupid. Um. And by do, keeping it simple, you have to understand the customer journey. And it's a, it's a shopping process. Um, and by not overcomplicating it, it means being able to have content that's valuable at your fingertips. So easily being able to scroll through, making sure that it pops up quick, that your website's fast, that you have great pictures, that you have the ability to schedule a tour that you have the ability to see pricing and make sure that it's actually visible. You do not want somebody to get to your website and not know what to do. You want to make sure that it's very simple and it's very easy to be able to receive information. Um, and you also have to put into consideration, uh, with SEO and everything like that. So that's where pages do come, you know, you just having a single scroll, isn't always good um, unless you have pages in your structure of your website. So there's a lot of moving parts to these websites. But when it comes to navigation, keep it simple. You don't need all these bells and whistles and all these things coming in and like it. You know, you don't need uh, your website to not have a menu or you have a menu that pops up some weird way. Like all these animations. It's all about and timing. Yes. Right. And when when or when or where when and where are people or prospects coming to your website right and is it also friendly for your residents to use or do they have a resident portal that they use differently yep and we can talk about how you're me- measuring traffic to the resident portal page and all that other stuff but what what role is your website playing in the digital journey for a prospect right is it something that they're seeing first is it something that they're seeing down the middle of the road or towards the end right and what calls to action what things do you have in place to handle both parts of you know all those parts of that journey it's a good point your website serves a lot of different purposes it's for your prospects it's for your residents it's for your team you know that's a leasing tool yeah a lot of times you run out of you you run out of uh you know brochures or flyers like a lot of the times you're going through and, and you as a leasing Agent, you're using your website to sell your property. So there's nothing worse than going to, you know, you want to be able to go to your website and show it off. You want to be able to send it to people. Uh, you don't want to be that person. It's like, uh, our website's pretty crappy. So, like, I'd rather give you one of our brochures. Check out and, our Instagram instead. Yeah. So or Look at our Facebook. <laughs> no. So next big important part, making sure it's responsive. Yeah. And this is, a, this is keeping it. So this is a basic, but mobile first. 
Yeah. Mobile first. We talked about this in the car the other day. Right? I wish you could do it inside out. Mobile to desktop. Well, that's what we, fo- we we focus on that is is, well, is making sure that the uh, the mobile experience is great. Yeah. That it matches the desktop experience. But it, it really is the desktop experience should match the mobile experience because that's what eighty percent of your traffic average is coming from. It's coming from mobile. People are going to your website from their phone, from their tablets. Uh, not so much of tablets. It's a it's a smaller percentage, but when you are shopping for a website or you're shopping for a vendor, um, have look at their mobile sites. Don't just base it off of their desktop site because that's what we are used to as marketers and uh, working in the multifamily. We're always on our laptops. Yes, we're always on our phone, but when we're doing some heavy research and we're pulling our reports and everything, so you know, you can desktop. only log into RealPage and stuff on 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 desktop. Like you're on your desktop. Yeah. So make sure that you are going through and you're navigating these websites and shopping for these websites yeah with mobile first in mind yeah because man it can really screw up your leasing if it's not a great mobile experience well yeah and you know even from a you know from from google's perspective you know their amp pages and things of that nature they're pushing pushing fast mobile sites right so if, mm-hmm. if you're not if your website's not mobile friendly and it's not fast Google doesn't like you very much, right? And 80, 90% of search queries anymore, if not if not more, are going through Google. So, you know, like it or not, you better meet their requirements or you better start doing things that they like, right? You're more likely to show up that way. So if you want to ignore them, good luck. And it plays in your advertising too. So where, where, where where's everybody's, so where's everybody send their traffic to? Their website. <laughs> we do things differently. We send yeah. paid traffic to... Um, landing pages to improve the experience to make sure that that experience is great and, and with a landing page you have uh, stronger call to actions mm-hmm. and it's a landing page is specifically for your prospects so like we mentioned before your website serves a lot of different purposes it's a leasing tool it's for your prospects it's for your residents um, but a landing page is solely for your prospects so. it tells them what to do so we send our paid pay traffic to landing pages because it's uh, it's a more tailored experience, and we're getting them to do we're guiding them to do what we want them to do, which is submit a form or call, um, and inquire more information. It's part of that funnel. Yeah, I was going to say it's all about the funnel, right? Yeah. Where where does where does paid search? Right? It's why apartments.com is very successful, right? Yeah. Apartments.com is a landing page, it's a big old landing it's page, a big old landing page, right? And what what people don't realize is like. Apartments.com is very successful because it's one landing page that gets people to submit their information, strong calls to action. They have all the information that they need, but not everything that's on your website. Yep. Right. And a lot of leads come through apartments.com. And then where does it send you? It sends you right to the website, right? And, and depending guys, on- it funnels you down to the website. Yes. Right. It's all about the funnel. Where does, where does paid search play a role in your funnel? Right. And that's how you segment the pages that you're sending that, that traffic to. Yep. But- you know, if you send them the website, send somebody the website that's searching for apartments near me, right? That's a very top, top, top part of the, that's the broadest part of the, the most open part of the funnel. They're not ready for your website yet. Yeah. Definitely not ready for your website yet. And it also plays into functionality too. So they're not ready to 
necessarily schedule a tour yet. They're still, you're still building trust with them. So it's part of this digital trust, building it all. They're still kind of, they're still kind of thinking about it. What's it like? What do they have and what's their special? Yeah. Right. The things, the, the things that people in the top part of the funnel really want to know, um, what's your special, what's it look like, right? What, what are all the amenities that they have? Where's it located? Um, and that's, you know, that's kind of it, right? They're still early on in their search. So they're maybe in the, you know, um, early mid stages of their search, right? That you got to remember what they care about at that point. Yeah. Right. And then they'll come back to your website and they'll spend more time on the site. Like we're in a saturated, a lot of these markets are saturated. There's a lot of worse. It's going to get worse, but, um, but you're right. And, and there will people that there, there are people that disagree. Well, you want, they, they want to know price. They want to know it now. There are pre-qualifiers. Yes. But they're not ready to get into the full-on search of the pricing. I'm not saying all of them are, but with this funnel, you start out. You start out slow. You get them bought in. You show them what the, the, the pretty things, the special offer. Oh, okay. Now I can see myself living here. Right. I want to redeem this offer. I want something. I want that valuable you know, thing that you're offering me. And then you push them on and you push them on to pricing. Okay, well, now this is, you know, I, I can see myself paying that. Yeah. I can do that. And it's just part of a big funnel of getting them to be where you want them to be. Right. Giving them all the tools necessary, necessary to reach you and get more information. Right. Let's hop back into websites for a little while because I, yeah. I saw a really good note on here about photography, video, yeah. and things like that, right? Like the most popular social media platforms that you uh, – <laughs> You get served, or Gary V repost this uh, this one um, meeting, or this one one speech that he had on CNBC a long time ago. That he, when he said Instagram was a steal for a billion dollars when Facebook bought it, and everybody called him crazy, right? But look at it: videos, photos, right? That's what people love love visual. quality video. That love the visual part of it, right? Yeah. So why would you spend all this money on an on a on an asset? And not spend a little bit of money to showcase it, right? Absolutely. Give renderings for a year. Yeah. Let's really? switch it up. Yeah. <laughs> Let's get you the real thing. And right. And it, and, and it is, and that's part of the cost. That's part of the budget. Making sure that you're budgeting for great photography and video. Yep. It's just so crucial. Yeah. Even in like single family real estate, of like, course. and here's the thing. A lot of people in this industry um, at a higher level have not rented an apartment in a long time. Yeah. So a lot of us are homeowners. Uh, a lot of us are uh, haven't rented an apartment, been through this whole process um, since we were in college or post-college. And you really got to think about and relate it to things that you have done now. So if you're on Zillow or something – and you're looking at all these homes, like you, the first thing you do is you're looking at the pictures. You got to picture yourself being there, living there. You want to see all the rooms. You want to see yep. all the stairs. You want to see all the corners of everything so you can see where your, all your furniture fits, right? But, you know, go rent an apartment. You know, you get a couple cool shots of the model and a rendering of what, what it might look like or what it looked like a year and a half ago or, you know, something along those lines. It's like you start to lose trust. Yeah. So it's all about it's it's selling the dream. You call you cause more questions than than giving answers, right? I'm I'm there to, I'm there to find answers. I want to know what it's going to look like, and just because I have questions doesn't mean I'm going to call you, 
right? It doesn't mean that I'm going to drive over there, right? Most likely, I'm just going to go to something else that shows me more, mm-hmm. you know? And with photography and video, we are so used to seeing photos and videos every single day. Yes, they grab our attention, <laughs> but it's the really good ones that grab your attention. Right. It's the attention because we subconsciously pay attention to the quality. Mm-hmm. And you'll know. And when you're scrolling, even through Instagram or you're on Snapchat or you're on Facebook, you stop on the good stuff. Yep. So really making sure that you're paying attention to uh, the quality of the photography and video. Absolutely. Um, it's not just all about photography and video. No. Um, it is the quality of it. Sure. And, uh, and then also it is important to, to have great content uh, because Google, and it, they, they look for those things. But... Really, photography and video. Focus on that. Um, and then this kind of uh, doesn't really play into it, but the prospect journey. Touch on this a little bit ago. Yeah. Understand it. Understand your your resident's journey or your prospect's journey through acquisition, inquiring yep. to yeah. leasing. And it's, you know, it's also about understanding the funnel too. You know, I know we're talking about websites, right? But, you know, we talked about landing pages. When they get to your website, when they come back to your website, what's it look like? Um, There's just, and there's so many tools out there now. One of the easiest tools that I don't think a lot of people use to their advantage is Google Analytics. Yeah. Right? Because a lot of people don't take the time to understand how important Google Analytics can be. And there's, there's a lot of steps, right? But... If you take the time to learn it or you take the time to go through it with somebody that knows it, set it up properly, set it up properly. You can really understand how, like how your journey looks, what it looks like and where, where something is broken. Right. Yeah. And not only can, and it's a really good point. Um, not only can you see that journey and you can get pretty granular with it too. Real granular. (laughs) And if you have your goals set up properly, you have all of your analytics set up, uh, set up properly your, uh, your, your event so. tracking you can really see what people are doing and it's not necessarily i don't think it's the case of like being able to attribute one person to that specific lease it's it's volume at this point like you need to understand the volume aspect of it um when it comes to your marketing decisions and your advertising decisions right. so getting granular with that whole process and understanding where your apartments.com traffic is coming from and where they're going and, and what that journey is and where your uh, paid traffic is coming through. You can get extremely granular with that. And those are the things that, that, that I like to focus on because it'll tell you a pretty good picture. I'm a nerd for data. Like you it. saw me in there one day running through referral traffic reports and, and all that, all that kind of stuff to, to, to show quality and what source was giving me this? What source was giving How much time are they spending? How many pages? Why this is important? Why that's not important? What's this? What's that? You know, it's worth it to spend the time. Uh, but we could talk about Google Analytics between the two of us the, for quite the, some time. The reason why I like Google Analytics so much is because there's, there's no question on the data reconciliation. Right. Like, you know that that data reconciles to your traffic. Like, that's, that's accurate. Yeah. Google is really good at what they do. Yeah. And... I'm not saying that property management companies, uh, you know, reporting and stuff uh, is completely wrong. I think that there's a lot of cases where companies 
grow so quickly or it, or it just doesn't get set up right in the beginning and you can't track it properly and that data does not reconcile and this is a global issue in the multifamily industry with data data reconciling and people understanding uh there being this like base set of data and like data points that multifamily is agreed on that like this means this this means this there's so there's so much in question. That's why they're trying to redo this whole system. But one thing with Google Analytics is, is like that's data that you can really use that's reliable. Mm-hmm. And you can be extremely strategic with your marketing decisions if you take the time to look into it and learn about it. Yeah. Set it Absolutely. up properly. All right. What's the next little little topic on here. Well, we went way off track talking about analytics. That's all right. All that other stuff. But I I think we kind of covered everything, right? You know, make, keep it simple, right? Don't, don't go cheap. Yeah. Right. But hold the website company accountable. Make sure that they're, they're taking the time to understand your prospect's journey, understand the role um, in the journey that your website plays. Um, Good photos, good video. Those are things that, that you need to pay attention to. Um, what else? What else have we covered? My last thing. Strong call to action. Yeah. Valuable call to action. They Time, want to, Timely call to action. Yeah. yeah. You don't want it to be intrusive, but make sure that you're telling them what, what you want them to do. Mm-hmm. Not learn, you know, learn more. Learn more about what? I want to show you. View the floor plans here. Find your new home. View the photo gallery. Tell them what you want them to do. Yep. Rather than just kind of leave it up in the air. Do you want to schedule a tour now? Make sure that it's in the right spot. It's in the right place. Strong call to actions are crucial. I know everybody hates pop-ups. Oh, oh boy. Pop-ups are not a bad thing in this industry. Pop-ups can be a bad thing if it's intrusive and it covers the whole page and it doesn't meet Google's guidelines. It's in the wrong part of the journey. Yes. Not in the right time. But people come to your website, and the most visited page on your website is? Oh, after the home page. Hmm? After the home after page. The homepage. After the home page, what is the most visited website? Floor plans. Floor plans. Pricing. Yeah. The pricing of floor plans page is the single most visited page of the community website, and so people find value. They come to figure out the price. They also come to figure out what you can offer them. They want to know. What, what what valuable thing can you offer me? And that is a special offer. So if you are running a special offer, which a ton of people do, yeah, uh, for the ones that don't run special offers, we have some pretty good pretty good stuff to to uh, some some content around at least enticing people to. Yeah. Their you, have to be, you have to be clever with your copy. Yep. Just because you're not running a special doesn't mean you don't have something great about your community that exactly. you can advertise that they don't know about, right? Or maybe it's something through the data that you've analyzed that a lot of your residents really love, right? Just because you're not giving $1,000 off first month's rent doesn't mean that a pop-up would be a bad thing. It could be something that's very convincing for that person based on the data that you've analyzed over time that's important to people that live there. Maybe they want to live at your place and they <coughs> just don't see the availability or the floor plan that they want. So maybe having a pop-up, submit your information and you'll be the first that we let know about our availability and exclusive leasing offers. That's something that's enticing, that's valuable because 
They might have came there. They didn't find what they want, but they still wanted something. Yeah. It just wasn't available yet. Yeah. They're holding off. So I think pop-ups, I know pop-ups are a great thing. They're great at, at lead gen. If you set them up properly, uh, they're an extremely powerful tool for your website. It's great for multifamily. It's great when it's something that people want or that means something, yeah. right? You, you used to always say that, you know, when you go to a blog post, it's like top 10, whatever about. It's like, I don't want that shit. No, I don't want that shit. But people are literally coming to your website to find out your pricing special offer. Like, yeah. show it. Give them the shit. Give them the shit they're looking for, <laughs> you know? All right. So uh, we, I don't know if we kept it simple on on this podcast, but uh, complicated we a complicated a little bit, but um. Every but time, but that's what we're. <laughs> we care about what we're talking about, yeah. man. We can't help ourselves. So yeah. I mean, it's it's gonna happen every time for sure. All right, guys. So uh, thank you for joining us on this podcast. It was about community websites. Don't overcomplicate things. Give you a little rundown. Keep it simple. Make it easy to navigate. Make sure it's responsive. Mobile first. Mobile first. Photography and video. Don't scrimp. Don't scrimp out on it. Don't scrimp. Uh, understand the prospect journey. Make sure that you really understand that journey from yeah. start to finish. Um, and then having strong, strong calls to action. Yep. So appreciate you guys joining us. Uh, please follow us on LinkedIn, YouTube, podcast, all the things. Reply360.com. Reply360.com. And if you guys have questions or if you want us to take a look at your websites or give you some feedback, get a hold of us. Appreciate you.